you're listening to Caddy Wampus. champion and in the next round everybody has to try to finally kill the champion but it's called apex legends not apex champion well, they tell you during the opening cinematic that if you want to be an apex legend you have to survive what there's <clears> no <throat> opening cinematic Corey, relaunch your game i did turn on the cinematic <laughs> there's there's, no, there's, there's, a, cinem- there's yeah. never been a cinematic is there a plot 100%. to apex legends yes i'm confused is there lore? Yes. There's lore that explains there's why a, you can a have. Cinematic. Can I find a wiki? No, there's a, there's a cinematic. There's like a, a tavern where all of these people who kill each other all the time go. You can literally have 20 of the same person on an island at once because yeah. that would have to be the basis for the lore because we all know there's always 20 wraiths. Yeah, and in Overwatch, it's somehow both Watchmen and yet everyone's still kind of young and everyone's fine and on the same side but not. That's because their lore sucks. Story is hard. I don't think their intention was story. I think their intention was... Uh, then they should really stop doing it. Esport, esports money. <laughs> they feel like when J.K. Rowling tweets, and it's like, by the way, this is canon. You're like, well, J.K. They need, Rowling, they need what are more... you doing today? The sock that Harry gave Dobby was a cum sock. <laughs> they... This snake was always intended to have a tragic backstory of being a woman. And I'm like, oh, really? So when you wrote that seventh book and had that, and had that child murder that snake heroically and everybody cheered, you knew that. You knew that then. This person had a secret brother, and the age doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was that? What was Al- Albus's brother's name? Uh, well, he it's has pretty. S- it's pretty fucking forgettable. He has a secret brother too. The goat fucking one. No, it's Ezra Miller. Well, That's that- the revelation of Fantastic Beasts: is that there was a third brother. Fantastic Beasts is not canon. Yes, it is. No, two hundred percent. She is literally the screenwriter. She literally tweets random facts about characters, which is canon apparently. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If she writes it, then it, yeah, no. it's her world. She yeah. made it. She gets to do whatever she wants. This is it's George Lucas all over again. Oh my god. Well, you're actually, right. actually, I, why is that my George Lucas voice? He's got no, a, that's that's how I don't know what the fuck that's he's right. Well, the actually, well, actually, well, actually, <laughs> actually, I always intended for Chewbacca to know Yoda. Well, actually, it takes Chewie an hour to come. That's the kind of shit we're hey, getting from J.K. Say, say what you will about, about about George Lucas, but he never got on Twitter and was like, let me tell you who fucked who in Star Wars. Yes. Anyway, that was Sphere. So, uh, yeah, you guys you guys ready for this? So, no. So Brian has this shelf. And one day, while we were watching something that I'm sure was high quality. Con Air. Oh, yes, Con Air. Con Air on our long road to Mandy. <laughs> um, we'll get there, Brian. Longer. I promise. We promise. Brian was like Con Air. Uh, Brian was not pleased with Con Air. It he, was, he was particularly upset by it. Definitely not fun. And since I was not particularly engaged in the film, I just started looking at Brian's shelf, and I noticed that he owns not just bad movies, but weird movies for anyone to own. Movies I've never seen people own. A lot of mistakes have been made. A lot in of my mistakes. Life. We're not going to tell you what they are. Because you're going to see a lot of episodes about them in our new series called Brian's Shelf. And today, we picked the two most related ones we could find, which were two sci-fi classics. And the first one was the 1998 Barry Levinson film Sphere, starring Justin Hoffman and Sharon Stone, Samuel Jackson. Basically, Michael Creighton book? Short story? Book? It was a book. book. It was full of book. Okay. It's like 400 pages. Has everyone read the book but me? No. Oh. I can't I re- read. I read the synopsis of the book while we watched the movie. Mm, so Brian is doubly versed in Sphere. I, I had to know which one 
made more sense. I mean, I gave you the, the option to read the book. answer probably neither. Yeah. Corey, you love sphere. You're a spearhead. <laughs> I love round objects. <laughs> you love sphere. I like round objects, yes. Go on. Cor- Corey, ball is life, what, right? What is... <laughs> could me, could, I, could you start us off on the sphere cast? What, what's sphere about? We find an alien ship in the ocean, somehow only a thousand feet deep, and it has a sphere inside of it that projects whatever you're thinking into reality. That's the shortest version of the movie I can give you. Well, there you go. That's all you that need. Really, actually, was I just skipped you two hours. Two hours and fifteen film. goddamn minutes. Yeah, about forty-five minutes too long, really. Yeah, I'd say two hours and fifteen minutes too long. I mean, you could you could definitely do that in five minutes. Sphere should have been a painting. I could look. At. <laughs> From my understanding, every creature or animal, whatever that you see as a projection of the sphere from your subconscious can do basically whatever it wants to do. It, it is, um, it's like it, except, you know, underwater. Whereas if you're afraid and of it- And not scary. I'm it afraid of it, scary. so here it is, and it can do whatever it wants to me. Almost everybody dies, but the three people that aren't dead at the end. But they <laughs> but don't- the three, But the three most notable actors in the film. Yeah. Right. But at least they don't like fuck about it and then leave the sewer at the what? end of the so end he's of referring it. to the book it. Yes. How the book Oh it yes, yeah. where they well that's where not they, Yeah, let's not go there. Oh the sec, yes, the yeah, sex ritual run, yeah, to they, make them they, adults. So yeah, that they, they run a their, train and then leave the sewer. It, it's it's supposed to, to calm their fears. Yeah, so yeah. Stephen that, King, what were you doing? Cocaine. Fair. Um, it reads better as a book, but No it does. It does. It does. Are you talking about sphere? Sphere. Okay, I was like Oh not it. Oh I thought. It's so, so you're fucking about sphere, right? It, right, Corey, right? It is Please so say yes. long. I do think sphere would probably work better as a book because you could tell that nobody wanted to be there. The acting was so boring. Like even when they were like in somebody's about to die, they have to help them. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a little it was a little bit Willy Wonka. Help, yeah, like, murder. Please don't forget about our favorite the, transitions. Every single time we have uh, a romantic buildup. Oh no, something just really big just happened, and fade to black instantly. Here's an overlay. The only the yes, power. there's a title card. It's cut together like an anthology film, but it's all the same story. And it skips around a good bit. <laughs> there was nothing interesting about this movie. This movie makes Event Horizon look competent. What was the purpose? I guess of the time travel. Why does that even matter in in in, in any context? Was there time travel? Did yeah. we determine that there yeah. was yes. time travel? There was travel? absolutely time travel. <clears throat> what was the, the time ship travel? Is Amer- so it wasn't an alien ship. It was an American <clears throat> vessel that had got in and from yeah. 350 years in the future. I don't even think it was 350. It was. It was three. It was yeah, three to 300 it. to 350. No, no, no. It was three. Basically. It was from 2047. It got caught in a black hole after it had picked up the sphere. And then it ended up traveling back in time 300 years. I don't think any of us watched the same movie. No, no. It, it, it went back in time and crashed in the ocean 300 years prior to the movie starting. And then 47 years after... disagree with anything anyone says. I'm like, 47 years after the ship, after they do this thing with the sphere, that's when the Wait, first spaceship goes up. Did, right. this, did the sphere work on us? Are all of us having like weird mental like memory losses? We should all hold hands and tell ourselves no, to forget just, sphere. What's going on? I, bel- this movie <laughs> I believe it had something to do with the retard button. <laughs> so there's a... There's a button in the movie that just says retard. And obviously they're referring to the color contrast of the image. But it was so it, prominently featured, it just kept making us laugh because we're children. Like, I understand it's a real thing, but I'm like, you should rename that button. That's, that button shouldn't be called that. <laughs> Culturally speaking, we really can't. Even though there's a usage for the word, you really got to like. This was a 98 movie release. Yeah, it was not a sensitive time. No, it wasn't. But it thought it was. It wasn't a sensitive movie. Yeah, Justin Hoffman's a real prick to everybody. 
he wasn't even acting at yeah. that point. The, well, the he, way he's he a was... psychiatrist, and so literally his his whole thing in the movie is just to look at people and basically be like, well, why do you think you're being wrong right now? <laughs> yeah, he was really in your face with a lot of people, very confrontational. Did they ever explain what that woman did? Sharon Stone? Yeah. Yeah, she tried to... She's a bio- oh, she's herself. a marine biologist. But what... No, 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 no. No, no she, not what is her there trade. Was, there what was are... like this weird Yeah, thing, she tried though. to kill herself. She, she OD'd on her pills. So She has a... a, a so he spent disorder. the entire movie being like, did she tell you what she did? As a psychiatrist, he's really cruel to yeah. this woman who clearly has mental issues. Yeah, he's like, hey. He's unnaturally mean to, to By the, the way, people he's literally devoted his life to helping. I, th- I thought that was so weird. I was like, what? Did she like cheat on him? Like, what What did she do? Like that, she cheated on him with the grim visage of death. Yeah, like Hippocratic oath. More like hypocritic oath. Get out. By the way, guys, you see this woman right here? She tried to kill herself. I'm her psychiatrist. I'm a doctor. Oh. <laughs> I'm <laughs> What's HIPAA? I don't know. Well, she wasn't my patient, so fuck her. You know, like, what is, like, yeah, like, it was weird. So Sphere, directed by Barry Levinson. Toys. Ah, Toys was the movie. That was the movie that brought back terrible Uh, memories. Yeah. And one good memory. Had I known that he did, that he was responsible for Toys, I would have said no to Sphere. (laughs) And we wouldn't have watched and it. Yes Brian, to toys. It, it was on your shelf. It was you on my shelf. You purchased this film on Blu-ray. Like you gotta a, have the highest quality of trash. It wasn't yeah, there a disclaimer card inside of the Blu-ray that said, "This attention, this has been restored to the best level of quality available." We, we tried our best. <laughs> yeah, it's like we can't no, fix the movie, but we can make broken. it look okay. God damn it, we tried. We tried. <laughs> we tried. Don't be mad. <laughs> the, movie, the movie should. Have, the movie's poster should have come with that when you walked into the theater. Like attention, we made this film to the best. <laughs> Of our ability. God damn it, we tried. Please be kind. If they didn't literally copy the fucking book into the script, it might have might have from, had the potential to be from better. the synopsis that I read. They more or less did copy it. They missed out I on know. A, they missed out on a few things, but this is no Jurassic Park. They, they trimmed out, this is, which is a drastically not, different film. Believe yeah. it or not, the they book. trimmed out some of the unnecessary details to make it only a two hour and fifteen minutes. Fuck you! There's so many <laughs> unnecessary details. I in thought you like that. Every detail in this movie is unnecessary. This From the retard button all the way to the end where they have to hold hands. And Sam Jackson goes, you're still holding my hand. As if, as if like, Dustin Hoffman's going to kiss him, which would have made the movie better. But It's uh, because they forgot what they were doing. He's like, no, you're holding my hand. That's You're right. I guess basically the movie ends with two leading men going no homo to each other and then directed <laughs> by Barry Levinson. Hey, bro, no homo. Let's get out of here. And then in 40-something years, they build a spaceship and it goes yeah, and it finds the sphere. The and, again. Uh, yeah, what? Yeah, so the sphere's gonna. So the Doesn't sphere they... left at the end of the movie. The sphere left our atmosphere, went back into space. So we're gonna find it again, and the sphere's just gonna keep cycling. Bootstrap paradox. But like, why does the sphere want to do that? Because Bootstrap it's paradox. Fun. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think I'm not concerned about the paradoxical parts. I'm, I'm concerned about what's the sphere's motivation. Because I'm not Michael Crichton, Dust, but you according to ask Dustin him. Hoffman, it's an emotional He's child. Dead. No, 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 no. So when they were talking to this sphere, yeah, they were talking to Samuel L. Jackson, who is the sphere at that point. Who apparently he has the they subconscious of the sphere apparently influencing him. They are all the sphere. Yeah, but apparently. Yeah. So why does the sphere want to come now that the sphere's done? this why the fuck would the sphere come back to do this again because the mission in 40 years involves the ship finding articles like the sphere and bringing them back to earth but they take a wrong turn so you're saying they kidnapped the sphere so this sphere is tortured trying to get out of this causal loop actually yes i think that's exactly what this is the the real victim of this film is the the sphere sphere. (laughs) the poor sentient sphere which creates i uh, take it back this film is fantastic it's not a hopeful film this this movie to me feels like what if you took the thing and made it like 
absolute shit. Like John Carpenter's the thing? Yes. Because Ooh, it's okay. because technically it is all of them. They don't know who to trust. They don't know what the fuck's going on. But get... they never play on that and they never do anything yeah, right. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, yeah, you're technically right. The movie is a, technically about a paranoid who can you trust thing, but you never feel that never. tension in the movie never. on any level. So Corey, I think you're the only one here that has read The Sphere. Oh, I read oh, it really, when I was Steve. a kid. Okay. Yeah, so okay. what was your childhood like where you picked up the book Sphere? So tell me. My father was distant. If you can remember, how did you feel about Sphere then? I thought well, it was a fun read. Did it, it was a perfectly cromulent book. <laughs> did, it, did it play out the same in the book? Because from what I read on Wikipedia, I read the Cliff Notes. It's like a lot of his books in that they're... Uh, it's, it's oh. really focused on the science and the how this is yeah. happening and less so on the drama. And it could be a little dry and boring. But at the end, if you like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, it's a fun read. The thing is, that doesn't translate very well to the big screen. No. It, it could, but that, that movie it could. had no Jurassic science. Park proved you could. But if you took Jurassic, Jurassic Park so different, and did to it what you did to well, Spears that, book, as a book as the source and made it into a screenplay the same way that you did it with Jurassic Park, it probably wouldn't have been as bad a movie. Or vice versa, Jurassic Park would have been boring. Yeah, well, believe it or not, it could be pretty boring. Well... Jurassic Park changed the character dynamics really drastically because I think Michael Crichton's weakness was it's not so much that he didn't focus on the characters, it's that his characters were poorly constructed and often really, really kind of simple archetypes oh, that really didn't have any depth. There's a pattern here. There's a oh, pattern. Yeah, technology's but... evil, and the only good scientist is one who hates his own profession. Um, Prey and Congo. I think I read them all back to back, and I noticed Congo. by Congo. Oh, I forgot about Congo. The tale what of Congo? The I've, I've, I've seen there's Congo. There's a pattern. What a there's a fucking pattern oh God. there's a pattern to the books and there's a pattern to the movie adaptations it's always the same type of cast the same type of main characters right the same general arc occurs I'd rather watch operation dumbo drop <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i stopped reading I'd rather watch the sergeant congo. bilko movie <laughs> congo made me not want to read him anymore <laughs> that was the end of that little uh, i read Ray. And read, so you never read Eaters of the Dead? No. I read Jurassic Park when I was a kid. I do remember it being more violent, more like gruesome than mm-hmm. the movies. It, it is. But I, I couldn't tell you. Although the Lost World book is a sequel to the movie and not the book. That's awful. Which is strange. Basically, the studio and Spielberg convinced him to write the book. And he was just so lazy about it that it's literally based on the movie. So like characters who died in the book but lived in the movie are in the Lost World book. So it's as if the movie happened in the book sequel. That's weird. That's Michael Crichton. Yep. Hey, it's better than Timeline. Ugh. <laughs> Fuck, did he write that? Yeah, he wrote that. Oh, God. It's an awful movie. Jesus. So he gets one, and then we're out. Pretty much. Well, but yeah, I mean, like... Steven Spielberg, yeah. I mean, it, I'm sure if Steven Spielberg wanted to make Congo, it would have been good. And it wouldn't have been a, it wouldn't have been a fucking bunch of puppet-suited apes. Yeah, they made that to a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Amy, yeah. love. Dude from Nip Tuck. I don't remember the character name. <laughs> Amy Love Nip Tuck. <laughs> I remember the ape's name is Amy, and they've put like a like a pack on the ape, uh, the puppet, <laughs> the suited child probably, so that it when it signs, it speaks in like a robotic voice. So it's like Amy Love, and then the dude from Nip Tuck is like the guy who. <laughs> He's like, Love gotta Rick. go. The, not Julian McMahon. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> God damn it, I didn't realize he made Timeline. God. He, wrote, he wrote Timeline, yeah. He wrote the book, yeah. Jesus, Timeline was such a piece of shit. The, his other big one was the Andromeda Strain. Wasn't that Paul Walker? Congo? No. Oh, Timeline? Yeah, Timeline was Paul Walker. I've never heard of Timeline. Um, the end- Archaeologists go back to the Middle Ages. 
I Sounds dumb. Did read um, the Andromeda Strain? I remember. Yeah, the Andromeda Strain was his big hit. It was his first big hit. I think. Was that a? Movie? That was a did they make TV a movie? movie? They made a miniseries. Yeah, a TV miniseries out of it in the seventies, and then I think they did another one in the two thousands. Yep. But they were, they were miniseries. Just random questions. Both also, he wrote the movie Westworld. Ah, oh, makes sense. <clears throat> random question though: Have did you ever watched the show V? Like from the uh, from the eighties or the ABC reboot from the two thousands? Both. <laughs> Yes, I mean, I don't know why I said which one, because <laughs> yes, I have watched both. I was one of six people in America who watched the V reboot. Yeah, I did I watched see the it. V reboot. It was awful. Yeah. It was not good. I just, for some reason, you guys were talking about Andromeda Strand and like TV miniseries, and I'm like, yes, I put oh, oh, no, v. lizard people. Oh, yeah, V. Yeah, yeah the aliens. <laughs> oh, no, the lizard people. Must have made Mark Zuckerberg show. very nervous. Does he believe in lizard people? <laughs> I, I assumed he was a lizard oh, person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would be very nervous, too. Me. I meant to ask, like, what what do you like about Sphere? Mostly the Sphere. Yeah, <laughs> the Sphere is what does it for me. It, the Sphere's not on screen. Audiences should be asking, "Where's the Sphere? It, What's the Sphere doing?" When when was the book written? I guess 1883. 80, it, 1980, 1987. It really does to me. It feels like a mix. I was close. Of, <laughs> the, the Gilded Age. <laughs> it, it feels like this weird blend of it and the thing. But nowhere near as good as either. But I don't see the parallel. The paranoia of who can you trust and right. who's, the, who's the sphere, which it, the movie doesn't really dramatize that very well. So until he said it, I would have never made that connection. There, it's a it's a group of and, and the thing. They're not scientists, are they? Or in some the of thing? them? Yeah. Well, yeah, some of them. Some yeah, of them it's, them a, are, it's yeah. a science. Station. So it's it's the same concept. It's a group of people that are trapped in a location, and then they are being killed off, and they don't know why or by what. So they become paranoid of each other. And it's the same general idea, but in the thing... It's a pretty it, loosely constructed idea. This it's basically the same as Agatha Christie's And Then There Were None. <laughs> Glad you said that title. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he wrote that book and released it, what, the year after? No, I don't think he wrote Agatha thing? Christie's And Then There Were None either. <laughs> I don't Wouldn't think Michael Crichton... would a terrible book? <laughs> I don't think Michael Crichton ghost wrote I guess I just, I an don't, Agatha Christie book. I don't see anything in Sphere that makes me say I like this. Like it's kind of spooky. Other than your ownership of it, and it's a mystery. So that's, that's how they kind of liked about it. That was clearly a mistake. And that was, clearly a mistake. That was my first time ever actually watching judgment. it. Yeah, yeah. We did play frisbee with the Blu-ray though, which was fun. I had a lot of fun. That was good. Yeah, that was yeah. the best. We also <laughs> might have built Legos while the movie was playing at yeah. a certain point. The minute the movie was over, I pulled it out of the Xbox and I threw it at David. <laughs> <laughs> The minute, the minute I forced us to look at the time code of the movie and realized that after an hour and a half, there was still 45 minutes left, I believe we began building Legos. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sphere has to be the worst thing we've watched since we've started this cast, and that's saying something. It's certainly the dullest thing we've ever watched. It's the first time we've built Legos during a movie. That's true. We should uh, maybe buy more Lego. Lego we cast. should. It's very, ther- it's very therapeutic. <laughs> you really feel like you've done something. Something for seven to twelve year olds, yes. Yes. <laughs> They're for all ages. No, actually it said seven to twelve. Why would Lego I, di- I disagree? J- you're going to jail. Why would Lego cap me? <laughs> Why would Lego cap their product? Can't it just be seven and up? I saw the second I don't know. That's what doesn't make any sense. I saw their last movie in theaters. I'm allowed to play with their toys. But I can't go to the Lego store without a kid, apparently. Yeah, I can't go to Lego store without true. a child present, and that's fucked up. Yeah. They need to have like really? an adult is swim. There? They actually do mm-hmm. have nights that are specifically for adults. Is there a yeah. Legoland on yes. the East Coast? Yeah. yeah. No, uh No Legoland. Yes. The theme park. Florida, Florida. No. 
uh, Florida has some kind of Legoland down by there's the... A, there's um, a Legoland theme park in San Diego. It's yeah. a park. They So it's not a park, per se. I went when I was Ride a kid. Ride the Lego coaster. Don't sit in these seats. They're bumpy and uncomfortable. <laughs> but no, there was a... I went to the space station in Florida when I was a kid. And there is the some... The space station? The space station there's with a, all the aliens. What? Is John not, Kennedy? Yeah, John, I John believe F. Kennedy that's space. called NASA. Yeah, you no, went to NASA? No, John, John, John F. Kennedy... Space Center, Center, whatever. Center, yeah, because a space, space station. station. I went is to the moon. Space. I went to the moon. <laughs> don't don't ask questions. That's no theme park. That's a space, space station. station. I took a Falcon Heavy up to the ISS and chilled for a week when I was Look, a kid. I had a. That's no space. Station. I had a very interesting a childhood. I'm not allowed to talk about it. I had to sign a lot of paperwork. Yeah. Oh, you were spy kid. But anyway, I was Where, actually. Are you Agent Cody Banks? No, I was actually Shark Boy. But anyway, uh, I heard Lava Girl fell on hard times. Um, what did you do to Lava Girl? <laughs> but no, so there is a Lego something next to that space space center, whatever. I keep wanting to say space station. I know, I can't help it. <laughs> There's just a giant pile of Legos. I wanted next to believe to NASA as a kid near space stations just crashed on a coast in Florida, and people just walk up to it. Even though I love Samuel Jackson, other than one part in this movie. Even he couldn't keep it. Like I liked his golf shoes. We he looked established dre- why he was wearing that. <laughs> he looked dressed like he had literally just come from the golf course, which for anyone who doesn't know is a famous thing Samuel Jackson puts in his contracts that he gets a day off to golf. Yep, and it literally looks like they were just like, well, I'm sorry we have to call you in today, but we have to. Okay, but I'm not going to try. <laughs> it, it feels like the kind of move where he showed up from golfing and the director was like, no, wear that. Did you guys ever no, see like- Good Morning Vietnam? That was a good movie. All right, let's hey, start rolling. Hey. I made Rain Man, a movie no one remembers now. He had the part where he he was saying something about how they're going to die. He knows they're going to die because uh, that uh, ship is from the future, and it just makes sense that they're going to die. Because it's unknown, but if it's unknown and it's from the future, that means they never made it out. Right. Going what the and and that, the delivery of that line was great. And then he turns the light off, and then you end the scene. But instead, the camera the stays on him, talking. and he's like... What what did he say? He was like, just like, I really want to go in the sphere. He's like, I just want to go, just wanna go in that sphere. sphere. I just want to go inside the sphere. And at first, I think I even said it out loud. I was like, oh, that must be ADR. But then Dustin Hoffman goes into the next scene and goes, well, he specifically told me he wants to go into the sphere. And I'm like, no, that means you knew you needed to get that Dave, line. David, you forgot the critical part here. He turns the light off. He says, I just really want to go into that sphere. Cut to black. Goes to title cards. Yeah, More title just, cards. It's just the worst fade I've ever seen. And now well, some, they're quick fades. They're 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 so like they're not you, quick enough because you can see it. Just... That, that's what I'm saying though. Like so, when you're edit for anyone who doesn't know, when you're editing um, and you time out a fade, typically speaking, fades go should go a few seconds yeah. so you register that the image is going away. These fades are two seconds long, so they're very jarring, and, and I don't know why the audio, they're doing that. And they, the audio and, gets cut on a couple of them. Well, yeah, the, the way that they do it. If they want to do these title cards, they shouldn't fade to a title card. They should cut to a title card. Or they should be really ballsy and just put it on the image. Like, they should have shot it knowing title cards would be in it. What's so weird is shots they do could... that at the end of the movie. When they're those were the... credits, Steve. No. That, <laughs> that would have been good. Steve, but no. those were credits. The decompression chamber. When they show the decompression chamber, instead of fading to a card, they just bring it up and go, decompression Day one. I didn't even catch that. There I must that, have been Legoing. There was yeah, that I was awful... watching it going, why did you choose to start doing that now? There was that awful thing where it was like danger, like exceeding maximum something, 
and the screen was like black and white. Quick, and press like, the retard button. It was like yeah. flashing on the side, and I was like, how are they even looking at this? They're like standing there in their helmets, just like, uh. It's, well, it's got that movie problem, too, where uh, you know they mean business because they have 18 monitors stacked up in one room, and I'm like, how does any one person even watch all of this? That doesn't even make any fucking sense. A movie needs stakes, and because you don't know what the sphere is or does, there's no stakes. Like, So, like, going back to the thing, Almost immediately, the thing kills a dog and takes it and takes over a person. So you understand what the thing does and how it works. So for the rest of the movie, you know what you're up against as an you, audience member. You know, tension. they don't know, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, and you don't know the full extent of what it can do. Mm-hmm. Like it keeps escalating. But you have a sense of like, okay, that's the danger. This fear, when Samuel Jackson goes and touches it, a ghost floats up into the sphere and then Samuel Jackson wakes up having breakfast. He's like, I'm fine. And I'm like, and you're like, okay, so this is gonna be like alien, right? Like something bad's gonna happen to Samuel Jackson. Nope. Never happens. Like there's no touch point in the movie or touchstone in the movie to create tension because you have no idea what the sphere wants until one point the sphere just randomly goes, actually, I'm going to kill all of you. And then it creates like sets fire. So, and that but that's another, like way too late into the movie. And that was another like an thing, hour in. That was another thing that was real weird to me is that, it says, I will kill you all. And then a scene later, after a character has died, he said, where did the entity go? And they're like, he isn't alive. And he's like, bring him back. And he's like, I can't. And he's like, I want him back. And he's like, I can't. Which is also weird, too, because the sphere's done this before. So why is the sphere a fucking idiot? Yeah, it's like, not the sphere. Well, it's, it's, it is the sphere. It's not it's Jerry. Harry. It's Terry. It's Barry. No, it it's is the sphere. Jerry. They literally say in the movie, it's, uh, the sphere's subconscious is working in me. It is something along the lines of It is that. the sphere. The sphere's a dick. <laughs> but it's it's taking This is how the sphere gets off. It's it's taking Samuel Jackson, it's taking his subconscious and then flipping it into how it wants to, I think. I don't know. It's Fuck this ex- movie. It's probably explained in the movie. It's not. They should have adapted it better. Don't watch it. I mean, it's explained. It just doesn't really help the tension. It's all after the fact. It's like, Samuel Jackson has to be like, this must be what happened. And I'm like, that's not how tension works. You don't explain it afterwards. You don't set it up after you did it. What happens when Jerry gets mad? I don't care about Terry. Don't call me Jerry. Now, Barry's kind of scary. Sphere, fuck it. Don't watch it. Next! Don't give Michael Cretton your money. Just watch Jurassic Park. Or his I estate. Guess. Yeah, his estate. He's dead. Yeah, yeah. Well. Until he comes back in 300 years, it makes us do this all again because we forgot. Yeah. Ugh. So we watched Michael Bay's, from Brian Shelf, we watched Michael Bay's 2005 The Island on Blu-ray. And I was going to start this out by saying The Island is actually about five minutes longer than Sphere, and it did not even remotely feel like it. To me, The Island was started and over with and no time at all. It felt to me longer than Sphere, but it felt easier to watch too at the same so time. so much easier it to watch. It felt a lot longer than yeah. Sphere. And it it felt something. longer than Sphere, but that's also because Sphere so so little happens it in just, Sphere. To, to me, the island is rife with incident. To me, the island may not be a great movie, but it's or a good afraid. one. <laughs> or a good one, but it, it's at least watchable, and if you want to turn your brain off and just watch something. Don't say that. I hate that phrase. <laughs> turn your brain off and watch this. So if I hit you with a baseball bat, it's yes, good. Great. It's awesome. Good to know. Go for it. But, but take a steel baseball bat to your, I, to I your do, to back your if fucking If I'm literally skull. in a coma and you can have the movie on, the doctors yeah. aren't sure if I'm brain dead. You can put that on in my room at you, the hospital. And you would love it, and I'll enjoy it. Watching it again, it's not as satisfying. It's not as en- engaging as I remembered. 
This is not a Snickers. um, It does not satisfy. (laughs) No, that brand did not appear in the film. I like the concept more than the execution. What is what is the island about? So the island is about an organization that has the Merrick Group. The Merrick Group. Merrill Lynch. I assume it's named after John Merrick, the Elephant Man. Why would it be named after the Elephant Man? I don't know. (laughs) It's it's, it's a weird thing to assume. I think it's just Merrick. It's a very specific name. (laughs) It's just Merrick without the. it's Dr. Merrick. And I'm like, my first thought was like, what, like the elephant man? Why would you do like, it's like naming someone Frankenstein. And you're like, well, not, it's not related though. You're like, well, why did you do that? Frankenstein, so, no relation. So the island, it's a, it's an organization that has decided that they are going to clone mm-hmm. uh, humans that pay for it. That way, if they get sick or, you know, an organ goes bad mm-hmm. or something Injured. happens, or if, even if they have want, want to have a child, uh, they can just call up the company and say, help, I need this. And those um, people believe that these are sacks, lifeless tissue sacks of, of their organs. DNA and organs and blood. And not, in fact, living, breathing, walking people. Right. Which to me live underground, is ground. a, I think, is an interesting concept. Yes. Um, it's been done premise. before. Yeah, it's been done numerous times. It's been done before. And the island was sued, actually, Um, for how similar it was. Who who sued them? Hearts, the Clonus Horror from 1979. The film was also about a colony that breeds clones and harvests organs for the elite. Filed a copyright infringement suit in 2005. DreamWorks attempted to have the suit dismissed, but a federal judge determined there was indeed copyright infringement. However, DreamWorks settled the case before it could go to trial. So So, an undisclosed seven-figure sum. So they paid them off. So it's about... um... Ewan McGregor. McGregor and uh, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Black and Widow they... herself and Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. So Black Widow and Obi-Wan Kenobi are clones, but they don't mm-hmm. know it. And they're living in this... Uh... They work for Boromir. <laughs> yeah. And they're working in this... this... Or 006 yeah. for our older viewers. <laughs> so they're living in what is uh, supposed to be, I guess, like the perfect society for people. I guess it should have gone Stark. Yeah, that's I was about the say, you could have just said Ned Stark. I think that's my favorite role he's played. I like him as Boromir a lot. Yeah. They really humanize that character than the way from the book. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. That death scene, man. His death scene in Game of Thrones got me pretty hard. So you're saying he's better in Game of Thrones than he was in Equilibrium. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that on your shelf? Uh, Yes. I have the DVD. Um, it's weird. Actually, I, I don't think you do. I think I have your copy. Okay. I was I had, wondering why I didn't put it on the list. I, I was had, like, it's not on the list. <laughs> had the DVD. I guess Steve has my DVD. I'll get it back to you one day. I'll find the 4K copy. Have you ever watched Equilibrium, Steve? Yes, I have. So, okay, so it's, it's one of those videos you borrowed and never watched it? It's one of the greats. No, I borrowed it and I watched it and then I just never returned it because why would I think to ever pick up that copy of Equilibrium? Again? And I've never thought to ask for it back because why would I? Because <laughs> you love Gun Kata. Nah. Because you love... I like it in video games. Angus McFadden. So there's the lottery. The Shirley Jackson story. <laughs> yes. I mean, so, kind of. <laughs> so the, the, whole, well, I mean, yeah. the whole premise, the whole um, idea behind this society that they live in is that the world around them has been contaminated and they are being stored in this facility to mm-hmm. keep them alive yeah. and keep them safe. Which is weird um, that they have to lie that it's underground because if they were like, the world is contaminated, why would you hide that it's underground from them? Because they're idiots. That's yeah. true. Everyone in charge of this facility is a fucking moron. It's are, a real are, Keystone <laughs> Cop scenario. Are yeah, they that idiots? would have been an even easier sell, right? Yeah, <laughs> like why are you doing so much more work? 
are like they, we're all underground because like, it's the only place left that's but safe. Are they idiots told, or is there the island? If I were told that the whole world's contaminated and I was living in this place and the hologram went down and it turned out I was underground, I, I, my first thought wouldn't be, well, I should go outside. They put that up so I didn't feel sad all the time. Yeah. My only question is, are they idiots or is Michael Bay the idiot? For writing? Well, he didn't write or, it. Um, oh, that's, that's true. If, no, it's, Michael it's, Bay it's, is clearly not an this idiot. This was a Kurtzman and Orsi so joint. They wrote the first Star Trek movie. They wrote the first two Transformers movie. Well, the second Transformers movie wasn't really written due to the uh, writer's strike. Which Star Trek movie? The original motion picture or the no, movie? no, no, the like the with, Abrams. Yeah, okay. the one with Shatner and <laughs> Nemo. The first two Abrams ones, which I would probably still say is my favorite. Which one? The first one. I mean, Chris Pike. The first, the with first JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams, one? yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a tie between that and um, Beyond. I like it way more than the original we, series. I guess my movies. first Star Trek, my favorite Star Trek movie is probably First Contact. Really? Amen. Yeah, the Borg one. Yeah. Yeah, it's it it gives uh it's the only movie that I can think of that successfully gives uh its main character an arc in Star Trek that's really difficult to do. And so Picard has you know that whole Ahab thing. Yeah. Yeah, and so it actually and you know it gives Patrick Stewart an, an excuse to act, which is nice. You gives, don't really hear people ever mention good Star Trek movies in any of the TNG. That's because the other three are trash. Yeah. There's, the other, there's more than three. The other three. There's there's more than three. TNG ones? No. No, there's four TNG movies. Are Generation. You, are, you, are you counting Generations on that? Yeah, Generations, First Contact, Insurrection, Nemesis. That's it. I felt like there was more. That's because they're interminable. Yeah, that's because everyone <laughs> but First Contact Some, is awful. I saw one of those in theaters. I think it was Nemesis, and I don't know I why. I was so embarrassed. I, yeah. um, I, I think... saw First Contact in theaters and thought it was great, and that movie was a hit, and it's, you know, for the time... Uh, cool sci-fi action movie it's bare to entry is pretty low like a lot of people saw it who clearly were not familiar with like tng just by base numbers alone so the movie very much like wrath of khan i convinced my friends to go see insurrection in theaters and they were so angry at me because that movie takes place at a renaissance fair where data befriends a small child and nothing happens yeah that movie was that's awful. that's the actual premise of the movie thing i mean it's not really a renaissance fair it just looks like a renaissance fair gotcha it's like a planet that looks like a, it's the Gotcha. Planet Renfair. Oh God! <laughs> On Renfair Two, someone gave Renfest the whole planet. Renfair Two, Ocean till the All end right. of time. It was basically like that. that. So anyway, back to the lottery. Oh yeah, so there's <laughs> yeah, a lottery. Yeah, we did so, watch that movie, didn't we? So, mm-hmm. so they're they're living in a society where they are being kept safe. They think. Yeah, and they're, they're there is food a... and everything's monitored, exercise. Yeah, to be kept in yeah. peak physical condition so that they can be harvested, which they don't know. So there's a lottery. They think they're repopulating the world. If you win... But they're not allowed to have sex. Which is weird, too. They're like, we're going to repopulate the world, but they're also taught not about sex, which is strange. And don't get yeah. too close to... So what do they think that means? How does it work? They don't... Yeah, they... well, what do they think that means? Well, they, they don't know what it means, which is even weirder. They, they don't know a lot of things. It's very unclear what they know and what they don't know. Like... Well, it's just an excuse so that Scarlett Johansson can be can be the born sexy yesterday trope. Well, they're they're not the hot child. They're also not the, chi- the child in, a, in an attractive person's body. That so it's okay to fuck them. They're also not meant to have sex because you're they, you're you're, uh, you're Mia Jovovich's in in Fifth Element is a good example of that. But Got they're it. not meant to have sex because the the whole point of them <laughs> being there is to give birth to I, I would assume the husband of the wife that can't give birth comes. Yeah, in there's clearly some artificial and, insemination. 
education. Right. So, I mean, it makes sense that they wouldn't teach them about something they don't want them to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. it, it I get it. It's stupid, but I get it. It's just but, weird to be told that you're going to repopulate the world, but then not be told about sex. Did they say that? I don't remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, okay. they, they specifically okay. mentioned that. But yeah. it's also weird to say you're going to go to the island, which is outside where this contamination this is. This movie feels say... like there were a few rewrites, and yeah. I feel like a couple different versions. Like, I think there's some holdover lines. There's from an island. Versions. Even though it's contaminated outside, there's an island that's Where not it's contaminated. Not. It's, it's 85%. Well, they're not taught about wind either. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're we're going to send you to the magical island, which is actually just saying, hey, we're going to harvest your organs now and then kill you and probably remake you if they have yeah. the money to do so. It's got a real Logan's <clears throat> Run vibe. Visually, too, with the jump. Actually, yes. I didn't even think about that. Uh, so that's a lottery. That's Obi- Obi-Wan Kenobi finds mm-hmm. out that they want to harvest Train him. Train spotting himself. They, they find out they want to harvest his <laughs> force. His name you, Mr. Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Trains- <laughs> that was his name in Trainspotting, right? He was Jack Trainspotting? That's uh, yes. how that movie worked, right? Yeah, he finds a butterfly and Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, is going to be harvested. Ghost World herself. I believe her name in that film was Jane Ghost World. <laughs> so she's going to be harvested. Dude, bro. Are you Mrs. Ruby Ghost Oops. in the Shell? <laughs> Uh, Obi-Wan finds out that they're killing all of his friends to harvest their organs. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan goes. And And he says, I don't think so. (laughs) He says, no, he says, I've got a bad feeling about this. (laughs) I've got a bad feeling about this. I don't think so. Scarlett Johansson. He says, your clones are very impressive. (laughs) You must be very very proud. proud. (laughs) And that's how the Clone Wars started. This is a prequel. Uh, Now I'm just mad that when he didn't meet, when he met his actual self, he didn't go, hello there. (laughs) (laughs) He should have visited Dexter Jetster in future. Los Angeles. And by the way, this movie takes place in July of 2019, which is hilarious. My favorite part of the whole film. Some some of the technology is very believable. I think I think some. in the first five minutes, there's two things that stand out where you go, okay, okay, we're kind of there. But then immediately it yeah. goes out the and window. And all of a sudden they're when, like on maglev trains and rocket bikes. Yeah, <laughs> the, the jet bike really threw me off. Like that... I'd say the the bikes and the the, tr- the nanites, the, the nanite bugs, the nanite yeah, bugs. It, that, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not a good movie. I know. So that. anyway, they escape and yeah. they uh and they go on the run and meet Steve Buscemi, who is a worker there. Which, by the way, all the workers, the thousands of workers, somehow keep this secret, which is baffling to me. Before they do that, it's kind of established that Steve Buscemi and Obi Wan have been hanging out. Yeah, they got a good friendship yeah. going. They've been hanging out. He's been you know passing Obi Wan. I wish drinks. I knew his Steve Buscemi character name. All I can think of is Fargo. Yeah, I assume it, he was John Fargo. He is Steve Fargo. <laughs> so he's been he's been passing him drinks, letting him hang out in his weird. Call what, what would ball. you call yeah, that? Armageddon? It's he, like his like. He calls it his. It's like yeah, his little it's a living gas room. work of some kind. It's, I don't know. It's weird. And he's got, you know, his pictures of his girlfriends. Why aren't they wearing any clothes? Oh, also ballsy statement that uh, Maxim is still around, which I, I guess they are. But the way they name check it. As they name like, check well, Maxim and Esquire. Yeah. Back, the, man, they really should have gone GQ. Who'd have thought? Back then, those magazines were big. But yeah, but it's supposed to be 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, if they had said GQ, they would still be correct. Yep. GQ has a spinoff magazine. In 2019, GQ is so popular. It, prov- it created a second magazine. I've never even heard of GQ. You've never heard of Gentleman's Quarterly? I don't read magazines. Well, it's for gentlemen, Brian. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. I don't and, read. I don't. It's you, a popular magazine. You won't be reading. It is a men's magazine. It is for men. 
it, it's mostly about men's fashion and style. It's like a style I'm, magazine. I'm wearing an Overwatch t-shirt. I don't read this magazine. Yeah, you, know, you know, he has valid points here. <laughs> but anyway. I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a black form fitting polo. I got my black fry boots, a nice logoless polo, and I got a nice uh black uh, hemmed jeans. I can't read this shirt. Welcome anymore. to David's Stylecast. But then again, I'm pretty sure the only one here who's ever actually read an issue of GQ. Does waiting rooms count? Yes, I mean that's technically where I wait room. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we have a magazine stack at work, and I don't know who's bringing them in but literally it's like every month the same issue or not like new issues of gq come in and i'm like who's doing this are you sure it's not you gq <laughs> I, got, I drunkenly subscribed to gq yeah. and had it sent to the office exactly <laughs> i don't Whoops. remember going into the sphere but when i came out i had so many copies of gq well yeah i held hands i held hands at work and said don't remember gq or cigar aficionado hey i'd read that uh, it's kind of boring honestly it's usually just an interview with a celebrity who smokes cigars. So how are you them? today? Do you yeah. like cigars? Sure. Hey, do. Andy Garcia, <laughs> what do you like about cigars? And then Andy Garcia texts about cigars. And you're like, ah, Robusto. <laughs> <laughs> I know words. Indeed. <laughs> so anyway, they're on the run with Steve Buscemi who gets shot pretty much immediately. And so there's a lot of action. So at this point, the plot is kind of over. Because yeah. basically they're going to go find their real the real versions of themselves in the world. Jaime Hansu is brought in as an ex-military uh, tracker. The just moistest ex-military <laughs> tracker. So inexplicably, Jaime Hansu and only Jaime Hansu is wet. In Soaking, dripping, like, wet. It's, like, I he's guess a, it's like he's a wrestler. <laughs> now, maybe as a man, he runs hot and he sweats a lot. I can relate. Yeah. But it, it looks well beyond that. It looks like a glass of water was simply poured over the top of his head before every take. Or, and he's the only one like this. It's really weird and quite inexplicable. He's obviously chilling in a sauna between each shot. Maybe, maybe he is. Maybe over he's like, an hour. But anyway, he's hunting them. And then it's just a series of action scenes, including a, a hover bike chase, which sounds so much cooler than it is it's over an hour of chasing an yeah. action i definitely it's remember, a lot of action i remember the action in this movie being better than it is and for most of this movie i enjoyed it but during the action scenes i checked out which is not why you watch these so that's, that, to me that doesn't make sense but i was pretty bored at the beginning because it takes a long time for them to figure out what we as an audience already know which yeah. is always a problem with a movie like this is you really got to get to it it takes like 45 minutes for him to even realize there's a problem and you're like okay that that's a this is really it should be like minute 20. Ian McGregor's realizing things are not what they seem. But uh, they get to real Ian McGregor, who gets to use his Scottish accent. By the way, Ian McGregor is choking on an American accent in this film for 90% of it. The real version gets to be Scottish, but he has this American accent and it is holding him back as an actor. Like it is preventing an excellent actor from being excellent. He can't deliver his lines. Because he's struggling. He's struggling because he just can't do it, which is fine. But then why did they do this? And then the only reason it makes sense to me is that if you were going to have a a civilization in this little community that they have. Why would it you not would, be American? Well, no, you would. And in, in what? Why in would what you be have, raised? Yeah. Why no, would I understand, you? Why but... would you teach them anything other than the one one group? Then shouldn't some of them get Sean Bean's accent? Maybe, but he's not teaching them anything. Really. He's like, talking he's, to them every day. Is he not like? Yeah, but he's, he's not the one they're constantly exposed to. They're exposed to other people who've been there longer. Sean Bean yeah, seems like more of like their sense. psychiatrist. <clears throat> he yeah. seems like the another kind of guy evil like, psychiatrist. Right. He seems like <laughs> dun, the kind dun, of guy dun. that's like, if there 
they're having problems, then they'll he's talk like to him. He's like their psychiatrist, but he's also the head of the company. Which is real weird. But I think... I think Very hands-on. I think that's a good thing. Like, he is yeah. Merrick. I just don't much like, he is Merrick, yeah. right? Like, the company, like, yeah. he built this company. I mean, you got to be pretty hands-on to make sure it works. Because clearly, it did until it didn't. And then he had to well, be very hands-on in killing so them. So, Ian McGregor, what's revealed is that Ian McGregor is, is developing the memories of his... Of the original version of himself. And that... His it's uh, a, sponsor. His sponsor is what they call them. And, his, and it's a design flaw in all of his model of clones, his generation of clones. They're going to develop the memories of their original... Um, sources. Anyway, long story short, they find the other Ewan McGregor. He's a real dick. He turns them in. There's a car chase. They kill her on Ewan McGregor and Jaiman Han super brings ScarJo back and uh, Sean Bean is like, uh, well, unfortunately we can't save ScarJo's uh, sponsor anyway, so I guess we'll just have to kill her. And Jaiman Han who's like, you know, I grew up in genocide and I was branded as less than human. A new fact about me that would m- make you think maybe the rest of the movie would play differently with him. Yeah, and he holds uh... up his scarred hand because they have brandings on their wrist. And then Jaiman Han turns on everybody. Uh, uh, help ScarJo and uh, Ewan McGregor and Sean Bean have a harpoon fight uh, as the uh, cavern comes Like in. you do. <laughs> it's a double-barreled harpoon gun. And then um, they're all free and all the clones walk out onto coal. Which is a real Pile weird... Of coal that scene. Like. That scene reminds me of... Reminds me of THX. See, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it just felt I real mean, weird I mean, most me. Michael Bay films look like promotional videos for something else. Yeah. It's just, he is a commercial director. Aquafina. Xbox. Xbox. Puma. Yeah. Yeah, lots of branding in this film. Especially so that's kind of a Michael base. There was uh there was one scene in particular. I think it was uh Obi Wan picks up a drink and it's like it's it was a Michelob white. Yeah, it was Michelob. Michelob Ultra. White. Wow, Ultra, look at that. Yeah. That product Mi- placement works so Ultra, well on you. And it was like label to the camera like this yeah, it's is like a commercial. this yeah. is advertisement. And I will say Michael Bay's talked about this in interviews and I do kind of understand his argument which is but in the real world there are brands everywhere. Mm. You see them everywhere. So like in Transformers, when an Xbox turns into a Transformer because the cubes turning machines into Transformers, there are Xboxes, there are soda machines. What are they supposed to say? It's supposed to say nothing. That's not the world. So I do understand that argument to a degree because it is true because it's equally annoying to me when people go into a bar and go, I'd like a beer and the guy gives them a beer. Yeah, and they give you beer, brand so, beer. Something, yeah. something I don't like about that. Now, obviously, particularly in the island, he is really shooting the brands. Like he's yeah. making commercials within his movie. Yeah. But something I don't like about it and something that I didn't necessarily think about until I watch the movie it follows is that when you do branding like that and when you do um, product placement mm-hmm. especially for that time something that's popular then it dates your movie yeah it doesn't age and well it, you will know when that movie took place because of that product I would say yes that's true but most movies even if those brands weren't there you would probably also still be able to tell when the movie was made roughly yeah you know well like um, they, they made it a point like there's a lot of things about this movie that screamed 2005 aside Right. from the brand right. Right. the hair I, the you know like, like, I mean like like Ewan McGregor would never look like that now I, I guess oh, what no. I'm saying he is would like, never wear that haircut and it, and it follows I, I read some interview about it he specifically placed different things to make it not make sense when it was yeah which is I mean it's a choice like you know and, it, and he, other things of other movies have done that he would like the cars in the movie none yeah. of them look of a time and then you know the girl the girls are hanging out watching TV and she has a what looks like a makeup mirror but it's a tablet mm-hmm. and like he just put in all these different things that you, basically you would not know when this movie takes place 
And I think that's clever. Whereas this movie, it's like all of like the old Xbox logo. I can tell you exactly what year that was. What's the MSN search logo now? That's what I'm saying. Like, Bing. The MS, yeah. <laughs> the, that's what I'm saying. Though. The MS, MSN search showed up and everyone in the room was like, holy shit. In their defense, though, like, no such kiosk of anything like that exists at all. Because we all have cell phones. Yeah. And we would never know. Yeah, that. it's definitely a movie that didn't predict the smartphone. Right. Like that's, well, that, and that's like every future, like the same way, like any future from the, any future from before the 90s never predicted the internet right. it's always the thing missing is is the idea that the internet existed very similarly now which is anything that was supposed to take place after 2000 and like 10 didn't predict smartphones the matrix me talking to my watch that's not a smartphone sure, sure Brian. he learned from his phone he got smarter <laughs> he got smarter he from opened his phone. an app case closed gentlemen yeah. no matrix. i believe the matrix at least the sequels predicted phones that were on rails and popped up for some reason they pre- well they looked like guns so yeah. they could cock them Ugh. I wanted one so bad. Ever, I did too. I ooh. You probably already have five of them in your closet. Don't lie to me. Oh. No, no, I couldn't get it. Are you oh. talking about those awesome cell phones? The that ones made they the designed loud. in the yeah, second the only Sprint's network for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I wanted them so bad. I wanted oh. one so bad I could oh not get God. one. Yes, I wanted that. Yeah, no, like, that phone looked cool. It's like a shit. spring release. Yeah, uh, I remember we were case. all making fun of it and then immediately everyone's like, oh, I really want one. The Island screams 2005 for a lot of reasons. The same way, like, I was reminded recently of, like, when I was, I just looked at, like, a still frame from, like, Star Wars, uh, like, the original Star Wars, and I was like, oh, man, that hair. Oh, they, yeah. yeah. like, it's the 70s, because they don't look like that even by Empire in 1980. They don't even look like that anymore. I'm like, man, look at the 70s. Like, you can never escape it. Obviously, you don't have to go for broke the way Michael Bay does with his product placement. I mean, it pays for the film, does it? Not not enough, because this movie tanked. Oh, yeah. In this case, no, it didn't. I, I like at the end where he's like, are you going to dump 200 million dollars of product when they're talking about when they're talking about killing the clones and he literally goes 200 million dollars of product i'm like is this a metaphor for the movie (laughs) yes kind of was it half felt like a serious movie and then like half of it was just like non-stop brain off action Uh, to michael bay anything that michael bay has ever you know it's a weird movie it's not a good fit for him it felt like it wanted to be a serious movie though yeah like it's not a good it's not a good fit for him it's not it doesn't play to his strengths at all it's a lot of people who have to give you a lot of exposition and it's not his strong suit like like he's a dynamic filmmaker who enjoys you know that high contrasting lighting look and then he and then his movie is stuck in a silver and white only facility for like an hour it's not it's not it doesn't work for him I it, I like the idea, and I would like to see this movie made by somebody else. I I think there is the idea of a good movie. So, Logan, so Logan's Run. Yes, whenever oh boy, I've got some news for go, you. There's like 17 movies from the 70s yeah. you could watch like right now. You so could go watch I, THX 1138. You could go watch Logan's Run. So anyway... Uh, this was terrible. Is this Michael Bay's worst movie? No. Uh, no. Dark of the Moon is still a thing. No, no, Dark of the Moon is fine. Um, well, none of them are. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on, no, 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 hold on. no. Dark of the Moon. Is Dark of the Moon's the third one. Third it's one. certainly better than the second one. Yes. Oh, that's the one I was yeah. thinking. Or the four-hour one that ends in China. But yeah, that is Age his worst. Age of Extinction is three hours Jesus. long. In oh, all seriousness, it's, that, it's like two hours and fifty-five minutes long. It seriously feels like two movies super glued. It together. feels it like is. an entire like really year is. of your life is fucking ruined. And last night is kind of like a nothing effort. It's also I think it's the shortest one since the first one yeah no the um the dark of the moon i thought was refreshing like it, when i saw it in theaters i remember because i that's the third one was baffling the third one has like ken john and john malkovich it was so different yeah. from and he's and gotta two. go get a job or whatever and then a uh, laser beak turns into a pink robot and murders a woman and rips yeah. her spine out on camera and in the theater i was watching it a kid started crying because it was you know like <laughs> terrifying yeah I, I, I was white knuckled too i was like what the 
is happening in this robot movie? I, I thought that movie... And then Bumblebee is crying yeah. as, as they put a gun to his head, executing robots in the street who are begging for their lives. What the fuck is wrong with Michael Bay? I don't know, but I, I thought that movie was way more interesting than any other movie that he's done. Which movie Transformers is this? Movie. The Transformers Dark of the Moon. It's the third one. It's the darkest one. It's the edgiest one. It's one of Leonard Nimoy as the villain. Man, that's a poor note to end on. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. You should watch You should watch but, him watch his head get blown off in uh, Dark of the Moon, where Optimus Prime goes, you are my mentor, puts a shotgun to his head and blows his head off. And then he turns to Megatron, and Megatron goes, Prime, what would you be without me? And Optimus Prime cocks his shotgun and goes, let's find out. And blows Megatron's head off, and red oil flies across the screen as Megatron, as Megatron's <laughs> beating robot heart stops as molten lava goes over it. And then Optimus Prime drops his shotgun and looks around, and all the people come together on the bridge, and Optimus Prime is like, we did good today. <laughs> is this real? I'm 100% not yeah, kidding. Yeah, no, that's absolutely what happened. The movies are so brutal. There's the one, in the second one, the the, the old robot Skyfire is like, use me, Optimus Prime, and kills himself. And Optimus Prime wears him like a skin suit to go fight people <laughs> on the pyramids. And the thing is like, yeah, they're robots and they're animated in this graphic way where like, no joke, red oil is flying out of them. They're literally crying and screaming in agony or begging for their lives. It is so horrific. It is the most terrific thing. I would never show my children these movies. I'm not approved, but I'm like, well, no, I'm going to scar them the rest of their lives. This doesn't sound at all like the first Transformers movie from Michael Bay. It they is. definitely got more aggressive. Yeah. That bit. part no changed, shit. But so, um, They're quick. like Schindler's List, but with robots. So yeah, Michael Bay's The Island is definitely... I will say this about it. It's, it's not his worst film. It's the least like him any of his films are it's like an outlier it's, it's the least memorable I it's the think. only that's true i didn't hey after we watched the island i didn't I throw it at you like a frisbee that's true <laughs> i that will watch the island price. again high i can't price. believe i can't believe we're doing a podcast about sphere in the island and each one has a different defender i'm not necessarily defending it i'm just saying i don't book. hate it you should read the screen adaptation of the island yeah where's the book brian Oh, that was a fun fact. Remember that in the 80s and 90s? And I guess. The, the, every, novel, every the novelization. <laughs> They're all written by like Alan Dean Foster. <laughs> so Brian, you like the island? Yeah. So at the end of the shelf, are we keeping Sphere on the shelf? I mean, obviously not. We literally threw it across the room. No, I mean, it's, clearly. It's back on the shelf after throwing it. Oh, uh, you betrayed well, us. <laughs> well, I watch this it is not. This is not how the shelf works. <laughs> I I don't think we discussed Brian, the Brian, shelf. Brian, this is an intervention. I think I will take Sphere. It's been a Frisbee. All right. It's still probably worth money. Okay, so... But I'm going to... I do not want to ever watch that again. So Sphere is leaving the shelf. We've done a good deed for Brian, but... The island. The island. Now, the island is staying. I can respect... I can... Re <laughs> you I said can that with such conviction with your hands folded. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm on a daytime TV show. What is this is about keeping and throwing out movies? Well, more, for one, for more one, more. I'm starting a 4K collection. What daytime TV show is that? Uh, like all of them? Okay, okay. So I, I've decided. Oh, I don't recall Maury Povich ever telling people they had to throw away DVD. Uh, Maybe it, Dr. Phil. It turns out Sphere is the father. <laughs> so I, I have decided. The island, you are not, not the, the father. father. But what? no, I have decided that I would like to start a 4K collection of movies that I deem worthy of purchasing. Movies that would never appear on this podcast. <laughs> movies so that the island will be purchased in 4K. Spears out. Uh, the island is in. Um, I do need to clear my shelf of at least a row. 
So we're working on it. While well, we, we'll get to it. While we go through this, I will absolutely be pulling things. I think the shelf was a success in that we've recorded something. Failure in that we had to watch those two movies. I didn't mind the So island. who's ready to watch Sphere again? Watch it burn. <laughs> Somebody will purchase it once I sell it. God, if only we could meet that person. <laughs> You've been listening to Caddy Wampus. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at CaddyWampusPod. Email us at CaddyWampusPodcast at gmail.com. Music by Tilly.